Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Femi Igniwoye. Discussing, discussing everyday life, career, challenges, opportunities, and faith. Tune in to tag. Tune in to tag. Community Voice Radio on Thursdays and Sundays at 5 p.m. Headphones on.
Community Voice Radio. Radio. The radio station for Third Rock's BAME community. Subscribe, listen live, and download our app from the Apple and Play Store. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Welcome to this edition of Real Life with Femi BYA. My guest today is Fola Felumo. Fola Felumo is a consultant nutritionist based in the United Kingdom. She is the chairperson of the Alfac Foundation or Antonia Onyidamola Folakemikoshe, which is named for her late daughter who passed away from TTP or thrombotic, thrombocytopenic purpura. Fola is owner of Health First Wellness Clinic and Nutrition Advice for Health based in Grays in Thorock. She is a trustee of William Palmer Educational Trust. She is a great organizer and networker. Fola lives in Essex and she's mother to her daughter, Daniela. Fola, you are welcome to this edition of Real Life with Femi Bioye. Thank you for having me. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Fola. So to kick off, um, please tell my audience about your early life. Where were you born? What was your family life like? I was born in Nigeria, in Ekiti, Ekiti, in Ekiti State, Nigeria. And I was born into a polygamous family. Um, lots, of, um, lots of children in our family, but it was a loving, loving environment with a uh, lot of children. <laughs> Polygamy love children. My dad can do it well. So <laughs> we have um, over 22 children in our family. My, from my mom, we have five and four from, of the fifth from my mother's side. But it was a loving home. We cooked together, even though as large as we were. My dad was a very, she's passed away, was a very street man. And, um, but she was very loving and very street. And she brought up us all up in the way of uh, a, a Christian, well Christian, and and she led us in a way that to where we were today, and from his examples. Okay, that sounds very very interesting. Where did you actually grow? What what part of the world? Uh, Ekiti, Ekiti says south south of Nigeria. Oh, okay, that Nigeria, so Nigeria. West Africa. In West Africa. West Africa. <laughs> is polygamy very prevalent in <laughs> um, in Africa today? It is very, very common and it's still going on. Some are official polygamous and some are inofficial. Some men nowadays have many women but not in the home. But in where I come from, polygamous is, is acceptable. And mostly even from religious side of India, it's very, very acceptable. And it's still very common nowadays. What do you think the key to having harmony, where um, a, a man has a, more than one wife, what is the key to harmony in in those families? What would you say, if looking at your father's um, example, uh, how he managed to uh, generate love and harmony in the home? I think because he is a very street man and. Um, a Christian as well, even though the Bible says one wife, one, one, one man. But I think what he did is that before he married any other wife, he would let the other one know that I'm married this one and the other one needs to know and respect the other one. And he made sure that we all cook together 
and we eat together. So collaboration, collaboration cooking we, together, cooking together, love. Children doesn't know okay. their mommies. Discipline, discipline. Okay. You know, children doesn't know their mommies. She, he was well disciplined, and everybody around the environment was okay. disciplined. So, so effectively, you mean um, there was no, um, uh, there was no. Um, discrimination between the children, no, regardless of who's who the mother is, no, all were just treated as as equal, and as, as equal. So as James, James is James, it belongs to me. J John is John, belongs to me. Susan is Susan, belongs to me. That sort of thing. Yes. And um, how do you think? Um, what what values did you think that um, passed on to each of uh, you and your siblings? Love and unity. You know, love and unity. Up to now, the love is still there. Um, it's love and unity. Okay. Where did you go to school? I went uh, to school in Nigeria, and I was um, a banker. Um, uh, when I um, in Nigeria, I was a banker. Went to school. My father wanted me to be a nurse. I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to be a nurse. That's strange. And That's strange she, because because Nigerian parents usually want their children to be doctor, engineer, or lawyer. She wanted me to be a nurse or an air hostess. I didn't want to be uh, um, a nurse. I wanted to be an air hostess because I love traveling. Wanted to travel to abroad. So I schooled in Nigeria and then start working in a bank as um, a banker before I came to United Kingdom. Fantastic, fantastic. So, Fola, you are a consultant nutritionist. How did you get into this line of work? Like I said, when, when I go to United Kingdom, you know, as African, we do all, all jobs. You know, we do all this kind of job. I was lucky, <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky to be able to get um, the permission to work. Even two weeks, I was blessed. I was lucky when I got here. And I did a bit of odd jobs. And then I um, uh, went to do a bit of admin courses and then got a job uh, with um, a local authority social services department as a finance so I continue from my finance background as a banker as a banker yes. I went into finance and admin and then from there a senior finance officer and then I got ill uh, before before we go to before we go to that let's let's let, let's explore a little because um, we kind of see you moving through different roles how did you get your first role? What, where was the breakthrough point from moving from odd jobs to moving into white collar employment? So um, I, I, I researched into how can I get into, because I'm from Nigeria, I was determined I'm going to go and work in, you know, in the bank, not knowing <laughs> how, <laughs> not the, know, system is how the system is yes, here. So yes. I was determined, so I was researching do what I could do to get myself into banks, researching to exams I could do, but that wasn't working. So Did I, you do the research in Nigeria before you came over? No. Or you, you suddenly experienced the shock of reality? Yes, it was the uh -huh. shock of the reality. I was thinking when I get, oh, blah, 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 I'm a senior finance officer in a bank, I'm, you know, people were under me, I'm a supervisor, I will easily get a job. It was a shock. And <laughs> it was a shock. So I started researching and then I, I uh, do all this admin. I didn't know how to use a computer because computer wasn't one of the things we used in Nigeria back then. So I started researching how to do a word How perfect. many years ago was this? <laughs> I'm talking of uh, 1990. 1990, okay. In the days of the Amstrad computer and all of that. 1990. Okay. Uh, and um, I, it was, yeah, summer of 1990. 
Uh, you then research into do all this admin work perfect all these courses and then and then uh, did a training course with the local authority and then from there it gave me a job and then from there you know working myself through doing different courses i also been promoted from an admin officer finance admin to finance officer from by this time you are already on the conveyor <laughs> belt of work to the top yeah from fantastic <laughs> Finance officer uh, to a supervisor. Um, thank yeah. you, thank you for that. You did say something about ill health. Yes, um, I was, uh, you know, when I came from Nigeria, I was like petite, skinny, and beautiful. You, you still don't look bad. <laughs> and uh, so I, I put on a lot of weight when I got here. Yes. Not knowing, you know, you just do things, just eat, not knowing about nutrition. It's not what some of the things we talked about or were taught about in Nigeria. Or, or as black community, we just yeah. eat and cook the way our forefather, parent cook, and we eat. So I, I, um, I was obese, super, super morbidly obese, and then I was ill, and then I was told I have lupus, SLE, and fibromyalgia, mm. which is an autoimmune condition. Okay. And as a Christian, I was determined. I always determined not to let what happened to me hmm. overshadow or bring me down. Yes. I was, you know, as a Christian, I was praying. Because I was in and out of hospital uh, to take time off from work, and then um, so this night I um, was like someone was talking to me in my I mean as a dream, not a dream, like a, someone was saying to me, "You got to lose some weight. You got to lose some weight." So I um, so when you say somebody was talking to you, were you hearing voices in your in your ears, or was this um, actually um, a a the type of supernatural experience. I think it was. It is it, 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 from God because it was talking to my hair in that dream. Even though I was like in a trance, not wake up, not awake, but someone I could, I could hear the voice saying, mm. "You have to lose some weight. You have to lose some weight." So I woke up and I said, "God," because I've been praying to say, "God, you have to do something." And I was supposed to go and see my consultant the following day. Mm. And then, so when I woke up, I said, "God, if this is from you." You need to confirm your word. Yeah. You need to tell me, confirm this, because I'm going to see this doctor today. Mm. So when I go to the consultant, yeah. when I go to the consultant, I and then he said, "Oh, Fola, you you look so dark and ashy, and I'm not sure if this um tablet is working, hmm. and we might have to look into changing your medications." And then he said. How maybe you could lose some weight? I said, Yes, I'm going to lose some weight. I said, Thank I stood up. I said, Thank you, God. I'm going to lose some weight. Fantastic. That's what I'm going to do. Fantastic. For that, we're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into um, your journey through the weight loss and the nutritional um, experience. Now, You've been listening to um, Real Life with Femi Biwa. My guest today is Fola Felema. We're going to a break now. Um, whatever you do, don't touch that dial. This promises to be very, very interesting when we come back. Country people. That community voice radio won't make everybody they can't pay. Now, why we encourage make all of us join hand together with the government of our United Kingdom? Make we fight against coronavirus, COVID-19. You fit protect yourself from coronavirus if you they wash your hand every time. Make you avoid crowded places. No, they come out anyhow. If you must come out, make you wear face mask and maintain social distancing. 
Tag Community Voice Radio believes say we fit reduce the likelihood of catching this deadly virus. If all of us play our part, together with our government, make we take responsibility. Welcome back to Real Life with Femi Biwoye. Um, for long, before we went on the break, we were talking about um, your experiences where uh, you were told you needed to lose uh, weight. Um, did you succeed in um, following that advice? Oh yes, I, I jumped up because I wanted to confirm what this was. What was being I was being told, you know, by God, I believe, in the previous night. So I started researching to how I could lose weight. I, you know, I tried myself to try and get the weight off, but it was so difficult. So I researched. That was the time they were doing this. Um, um, uh, British something weight loss, the biggest loser on the on okay. the on, this, on the tally that time. So I wanted so somewhere I could go mm. outside my home because I was so desperate to get the weight up somewhere like a camp where I could go. So I was researching. I you seem to be very very enthusiastic about receiving this news. Didn't you realize um, before that um, you were on the slightly obese side? Did you yeah. need anybody to uh, motivate you? No, it, it wasn't bother me. You know, that time when you are big and obese is a good thing. You know, when you look robust, Africa want to be big, we want to look beautiful. Men like, you know, that time, that big women. And it wasn't something you would think about. And, and I look good with the way I look. So it wasn't something I was thinking well, about. Well, you are determined not to please the men, the African uh, men. You know, <laughs> after I was told that... Uh, for my health to be better, yeah. and God has already told me that this is what I needed to do. I have to jump up. It doesn't matter whether men or women. That you know, I don't want to please anyone. Mm. I want to please my body and please God because uh, that was what He was asking me to do, and that was the route to my to a healthy life for me. So I had to, I had to do that. And uh, how long did you take? Did it take you to achieve your target? So I went in to find this company that does weight loss. Before that, I've been researching on lupus, sesame, on fibromyalgia, what food I could be eating. I read some stuff online that uh, I wasn't even allowed to save it, just read it and then delete it. And there's some food I wasn't supposed to be eating to help with the fibromyalgia, I mean, with the lupus. So I found this company and then it was very, very expensive. And then I went there, the consultant told me it was about food, what you should be eating. And then I said, okay, let me try this. So they did my plan. You know, fortunately, the plan they did for me was some of the things that I've already learned from my research was something I shouldn't be eating. So I said, okay, you know, I did the plan. I lost weight. I feel fantastically. I wasn't on any medication. Everything went, you know. And then I said, wow, I must take this to my people. The way we eat as black community, the way we cook, the way we use this use of salt, I say I must take this. So I bought my own franchise. And uh, with a, <laughs> a good job that I have, I was earning good money as a supervisor in local authority in London. And I gave up the job. But actually, my, 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 my clinic was across the road. The clinic I bought, uh, my, my office was across the road. So in Grace. In Grace. So I, I, bought, I bought the franchise and I started helping people. I started talking about healthy, healthy weight, healthy living. It's not just about weight, it's about health. A lot of us are battling from um, 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 diabetes type 2, high blood pressure within the community, Asian, black, African community. And it was just because of what we're eating, the way we eat, the way we cook. So I started to take, you know, I took, you know, 
to my people and that's what i've been doing since that time that's what got me into what i do today i bought the franchise and after a while i said to them if i can if i can please um adopt the food they give to people you know i spoke to their international head office headquarters and i said i wanted to take this to africa to nigeria i wanted to see in a way we can adapt this food to african and they said no i said okay being me i'm very very you know if i determine to do something i make sure i look it through so i had to say okay i gave up the franchise and i went back to university to go and study human nutrition so i um you know it's human nutrition human nutrition <clears throat> university so I, I went there and i did that course for you know for for four years because my background was into finance can you imagine changing from finance accounting to science so <laughs> it seems plausible it seems, anybody who knows you will know it, it seems it seems plausible so i want to ask a question about um your healthcare and uh, health services consultancy now you've talked about uh food recipes that you created and that um you developed yeah okay how many qualified success stories have you realized from your practice and your consultancy no lots of hundreds of people you know i, I work with um with my own companies now i work with uh, uh, um, public health with the local public, public health, health england england I, I work with them and and i thought you know lots of people i've seen people with uh, high blood pressure coming off their medications you know i've seen people or reduce their medication people with diabetes you know type 2 diabetes you know come off or reduce their medication so i've seen a lot of success story from from um my profession from since i've been doing this okay for i want us to segue away from um food and nutrition to something else that is related more on a personal um journey personal experience and i know that this may be a little bit difficult um to navigate but I want us to talk about um, your daughter, Antonia. Antonia, your daughter, passed away just as she was getting set to progress into a study program in health sciences. Yes. Tell my audience what sort of person Antonia was um antonia um was antonia passed away when three months to her, her 19th birthday on the summer of 2012 she 2012 2012 um suddenly um although we knew she had the uh, ttp you know which is a strange strange uh, so that's thrombotic, thrombotic thrombocytopenic corpora which is a very very rare, a very rare blood condition disorder yeah that's what they say that it's a very rare condition because not many people know about the condition so mm. our rare is area for what many people they know even some professionals they do know so we, we Antonia was a vibrant young lady beautiful very artistic very uh, very very vibrant very lo uh, loving person beautiful and she can do anything for for anyone and, and it's just a joy uh, of a child um, she passed away 
the summer she was supposed to go to university she when she found out that she had the condition she wanted to go into nursing and we've got the admission look into uh, apartments and um, wanted to specialize in TTP so that she can help uh, other TTP patients because she's those type of person she, she was she was a very kind person very you know she has her own self-esteem of loving other you know being positive laugh or at all time whatever you are going through don't let it show she was a joy of a child so so <clears throat> she was resilient very very in the sense that she bore her pain with fortitude that's right and in spite of the challenges that she had with this rare disease um, she was still able to contribute to society definitely tell us about um, her friends what kind of friends did she did she have and what was the impact of her passing on her friends are any of her friends still in contact with you today she 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 was uh, a joy to all her friends she has so many friends a lot of things came out after she passed away a, a lot of things i didn't know about her of what she does to with with her, with her friends she would give the money the pocket money i give to her to her friend that didn't have money to travel a lot of positive results up to now some of her of her friends are still my children Mm. They are still my children. They were in close contact. I mm. took them over because after she passed away, a lot of them, you know, where they were, they were down, and all. so I, I, you know, you know, took all of them, embraced as my, them, embraced them, and took them up as my own children. Even mm. though they have their mother, you know, mm. they were like my own children. Yeah. So, how did you get through the process of healing from the loss of your child? Who helped you get through this? dark period yes he is God as a Christian if you, if you don't have a, a connection with God you know to get through any any adversity in life especially death especially uh, it is difficult so it is God is, um, um, God you know talk to me all the time I'm a mm. very I'm, I'm a very spiritual person mm. I'm not religious but I'm very very spiritual so I, I contact with God, I speak to God, and it was God. And then when we, the year anniversary of Antonia passed away, I would see all these friends on the ice streets, and they would try to ignore me because they didn't want to upset me. So, and then I said, I wanted to do something. Uh, uh, I wanted to let people know about this condition. Yes. So rather than do it on my own, I called all the children, all our friends together, and said, we're going to do something for your friend. We're going to start a charity for her. We want to let people know about this. And then with, with God on my side, with uh, them helping me and then doing the charity. Okay, just just before we talk about the charity, because um, uh, I'd like you to be um, uh, very, very clear on the charity. And for those who are listening, um, how they can get involved, how they can support the charity. But um, so, what is the most enduring memory of the bridge between the dark part where um, Antonia passed and the found the formation of the charity? 
But before you go into that, I want you to keep that in your mind. Um, can you describe the circumstance? Because you, you, you said she died suddenly. However, um, from speaking to you in the past, I believe that um, you raised some concerns to the healthcare community that was looking after her and those concerns were ignored. Can you give us more perspective about that and what lessons have been learned through this process and if any changes have been made, what are the changes that have occurred as a result? So on the, on the day that she went sick, she was actually walking because she was, um, she, with the type of person she, she was, she was uh, doing a part-time job as a teenager would do and she fell ill and then she called me from work to say mom i wasn't feeling too well i think ttp might be coming back that's the exact language she said and i said okay i'll come and pick you up now that was at um, lakeside local lakeside shopping mall and i went there she was she was tired and so we call normally we call a nurse mm -hmm. and nhs nurse who will direct mobile number so mm -hmm. that they can arrange and make sure everything is, is ready so triage Yes, so everything is ready for her for treatment and you know, but unfortunately this time the nurse that was normally pick up the phone was on holiday mm. They passed the phone to someone else. Oh dear. And then I called this nurse and I told her what would normally happen mm. And instead for her to listen to do what she she was supposed to do She was just messing around and then the the, the, um, the ambulance was delayed as well oh. And the TTP nurse wasn't listening to the ambulance person Anyway, and anyway, they weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing that day. So by the time they started the treatment, it was too late because they were. Even when we got to the hospital, I was telling the um, accident and emergency. We weren't supposed to go to accident and emergency. Hmm. We were supposed to go directly to the ward. But when we got to um, uh, the hospital, so they took you through their normal bureaucratic <laughs> process. They took you through normal procedure, accident delaying and emergency, delaying and the delaying. response. Even though they had everything on file in the same hospital in London, I was telling them what to do. All you need to do: do a quick blood test, check her blood pl platelets, see if everything is okay. Call the consultant. They weren't listening. They were doing their own thing. They were doing X-ray. They weren't listening to me. So anyway, to cause this truly short, by the time they started the normal treatment they give, which is Alfred's machine, to exchange the, the blood there, you know, you know, to, to do whatever they need blood to do. Blood forensics. Uh, yeah, Alfred's, yeah. So um, they, they, Antonia passed away an hour of, of them starting the treatment. Oh, okay. What changes have occurred as a result of the reflection on the mistakes made? So from the reflection, you know, made the complaint as a mother and, you know, what happened, <laughs> this should be during the own, um, they did a lot of uh, looking to what happened, did a lot of changes of what they have to change. What specific changes I mean, can, did, did they make? From the pathway. Of the pathway, uh, of, yeah, clinical uh, pathway. Clinical pathway of, uh, uh, of uh, admitting treatment. Mm -hmm. The, um, the... Now they have more than one nurse picking yes. up the phone. Okay. Now um, instead of them going directly to um, A and E, mm -hmm. because they didn't know about TTP, yes. some of them, 
they don't do that now. So there's been there's, better there's, education. There's a, there's a pathway. Yes. And also, um, how long did it take for these changes to be implemented? To, um, be, to be acknowledged to, and to, implemented? To, 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 uh, to be honest, I went back there last year mm -hmm. to review mm -hmm. of what they've done because I was really upset with them, to be mm -hmm. honest. I was upset with the hospital, with everyone, because everybody. I went there, but um, again, like I said two years ago, um, God said to me that in order for me to help people that needed to help, mm -hmm. I need to reconcile and make sure I'm good with this hospital and these people. So I went ah, back. The principle of forgiveness. Yeah, I went back to make sure what they were doing, what they pro promised to do, what they've done. And some of them is being done, but there's still a lot of work to do. Hmm. There's still a lot of work to do. To do. That's all that we say for now. Thank you very much, uh, Fola. I know this is a very difficult and sensitive um, topic to navigate. And I really appreciate you being open um, and um, for all that you've done to keep Antonia's memory alive. We will be going to a break now. You've been listening to Real Life with Femi Biwe. My guest today has been wonderful. Her name is Fola Afelumo. And um, we'll be coming back with uh, more um, right after the break. Uh, please, whatever you do, do not touch that dial. Stay tuned. We'll be back soon. See me like zombie, even today you see me like zombie. But nobody knows tomorrow, nobody knows tomorrow. Oh. Then you're like, hey, Kobe. Oh, then you're like, hey, Kobe. Give me your blessings, father. I dey wait for your blessings, father. I dey wait for your prophecy. Give me life, give me my money. More life to my enemies, to my enemies. I feel when Baby, I'm a Ferrari. Me win the main campo. Me win the main campo. Father, 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 father. Tear me souffre, tear me souffre. Father, 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 father. Tear me souffre, tear me souffre. If I want to post, then go taco. Even when I want to tweet, then go taco. Make on a comato. I go also by enemies. Fire on enemies. Pray for prosperity. Oh, all the bad man we walk on me. Them go there on me. They wanna be like me. They wanna get to the bag like me. As you see.
knows tomorrow. Nobody knows tomorrow. Then you're like a yeboko be. Give me your blessings, Father. I do wait for your blessings, Father. I do wait for your prophecy. Give me life, give me my money. More life to my enemies. To my enemies. I feel when we be Bugatti. We are my Ferrari. Welcome back to Real Life with Femi Boy. My guest today has been uh, Fola Afelumo, and what a delight she has been. Uh, we've covered um, a number of um, very interesting um, uh, discourses, and we've also navigated successfully uh, some fairly emotional and um, difficult uh, areas. So before the break, Fola, we were um, talking about the bridge between um, dealing with the passing of your daughter and the setting up of your Alfac Foundation. Can you tell us um, how that developed and what the foundation was set up to achieve? We, uh, the foundation, after a year anniversary of Anthony passed away, you know, I decided that I wanted to started charity we um, invited all the Antonia's friend uh, we gave a name and then we decided the logo the logo which is what well, uh, Antonia is very artistic we use what he, uh, something he dropped before anyway we, we did that we started the charity uh, we wanted to raise awareness of the condition because uh, we didn't I didn't want what happened to me to happen to any anyone or any any mother or any family um, mm. Uh, uh, we wanted to raise the awareness and to support all these TTP patients um, and their family because it's a difficult uh, condition that um, not many people know of. Even some professionals up to now didn't know about TTP. So we 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 raise awareness of TTP, support TTP patients. Yeah. We also we we also. Make sure, um, make sure that TTP patients or you know lies and work with professionals and uh, organizations, you know, to make sure that they listen and know what TTP is about and make sure what they do help TTP patients. Okay. Okay. So um, now, in terms of your activities, what are, what are the activities that um, the charity actually does? We do a lot of seminars, a lot of different topics on TTP, you know, to get people to know of uh, the adverse effect of having the condition, the struggle that these TTP survivors go through daily. It's because it's a daily struggle for them. Mm. And so we want, we do a lot of seminars. We do uh, throughout the year. We also do our annual work, uh, which is around September, um, to raise the awareness of TTP. And also on a Sunday event on September, every first Sunday of September as well, we do an, an high street event so that the community, wherever community we know, 
the general public will know about the community, about the disease. And we also do uh, a program in December, which is our annual charity ball, uh, which is what is a very elaborate one, but, you know, bring everybody together, but then talk to them about TTP. I like the way you kind of summarize everything. You're a very good sum summarizer, if there's such a word. And now, describe to us in more detail. I think we just, there's a call coming through to the studio just now. Um, hello, caller. Okay, the caller is gone. Okay, so continuing um, our uh, discussion. So, now, in terms of the high street um, events, can you describe what happens on the high street? Is it a musical event? Is it a concert? Do you have bands there? Do you have people there? Um, do any of Antonia's friends, do they go on stage and what do they do? Because I know a little bit about the, yeah. the, the we, events, it, yeah, so it would be concert, interesting for people a, to know more. It's a musical concert on the high street and we have uh, um, all the Antonia's friends there, some of them sing, some of them are managing the tables. We have a local council gets involved with it. You know, the, Who exactly the, comes from the council? We have the mayors. All our events, we have mayor, we have councillors, we have many people from Fantastic. the local authority come to our event. It's a high street event and we have all our um, local leaders yes. come, come, come to, the, to the event. And it's a high like, musical event that, you know, and then we have medical professionals as well. Okay. Ambulance service and, you know, people that do force aid come and make sure the event is well set and safe. And yes, it's a high high street event musical and with lots of people okay. handing out so leaflets and handing out leaflets. leaflets okay. and about TTP. And okay, so you have a bandstand. Now, which of um, Antonia's friends has been involved in the concerts and in what capacity? Um, we have lots of Antonia's This is a time to shout out. We have lots of Antonia's friends uh, involved in the charity. I especially want to thank all the trustees of Alpha Foundation. You know, um, uh, we have uh, Adiola Fatayo, who is one of Antonia's uh, friends. She's been very good friend and she's always been part of the of the charity. And we she's have, a trustee. And she's a trustee. We have uh, Councillor Tony Fish, a trustee. We have uh, um, Daniela, my daughter, as a trustee. We have Mr. Um, we have many trustees, uh, about six of us as trustees. Um, and we have, um, apart from the trustee, we have all the African community support charity within here. Um, we have Councillor Buki has been from the beginning part of it, you know, the share person of TAG. And thank you to TAG, you know, for this opportunity to share this kind of um, program because, and I think this was uh, set up, you know, during, you know, the time of pandemic. Yes, yeah, so kind of COVID-19 response. Yes, a COVID-19 response. And a big thank you, thank you to Councillor Buki, a big thank you to Mr. Um, Daudu for um, giving us this opportunity to hear this kind of thing within our community. Um, Alpha, uh, Alpha Foundation, um, a lot of people are supporting within black community. Without them, you know, we won't be able to start. So we have lots of people. You know, we can't mention names, 
Otherwise, I might upset a lot of people. There's a lot of people within our community that support the, the foundation. We have, you know, few people, um, you know, even do direct debit to their account to, to support us. And, and those also, who come to the ball. And I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. People, people look forward to come to the ball, you know. So, and, the, so, and the 5K walk. And the, and the 10K walk. And, and the 10K walk. And all the walkable walk and every event that we do. Thank you to the uh, uh, in, in, indoor uh, uh, doctor as well, Dr. Adegbite, who's been before because at a point we wouldn't even have someone professional from the NHS to come and talk about TTP. They just ignore as if it's a rare disease. I mean, we, they might not have um, they, they might not have a case. So uh, a big thank you to uh, Dr. But that, those, that is changing with the work um, of um, Alfac, isn't it? But that's changing. That's changing. Yes. The, the last uh, event we had uh, with the uh, Nigeria Society of Hematologists, we have uh, the best consultants in, uh, in London come to the program to talk. We have all the professionals from Nigeria, from UK, from NHS, you know, uh, specializing in TTP, come to talk on the on the on the event. So that's that's changed a lot, actually, and you, you see, you know, changing. Okay, fantastic, fantastic. Okay, so the pandemic has disrupted social interaction between human beings. How have you? as a healthcare health services provider adapted to deliver your services so you were from before pandemic we do real life stuff you know yes. same people face to face um from the pandemic we have to adapt quickly any mm. business organi or organization uh, you know that doesn't know how to adapt to um situation we just collapse and die so we adapted quickly so we move our programs online uh, mm. zoom we, we move to Zoom, so all the events that we do are on Zoom. Uh, even with the nutrition uh, programs, it's been adapted to Zoom, so people join in at home um, and for, for the programs. So all our events on Alpha Foundation are done on, online, and it's been very positive because it's something, a positive, one of the positive things that COVID the pandemic brought to us things we thought we couldn't do. We have people joining from all over, uh, all over the world, the world to our programs mm. now. Um, but uh, in the adverse event, we the event we do physically, like the one on the high street or the ball, we weren't able to do last year. Mm. And hopefully, all things being equal and getting better, hopefully we'll be able to do that probably in September and hopefully the December ball. So you people that come to the bar, please get yourself ready. <laughs> <laughs> we'll charge you for that for that plug. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So we're still in the pandemic. They're talking about things like um, uh, vaccine passports. Um, they're talking about so many things. Do you think that the government is being too interfering too much with people's personal liberties or do you think that all of these measures are really necessary to keep everyone safe um covid 19 is something i think with what we had or with what we we had and listened to covid 19 is something that um not that nobody know about mm -hmm. um so everybody's learning day by day uh, or, or about COVID-19. So the government, I think we have to do what they have to do to keep us safe. 
But in terms of interference with a personal, uh, a personal life, um, some have to be done, and but there has to be a limit to the way people are being uh, uh, to the interference. You know, there has to be a limit. But there are some things that they have to do to keep us safe. Um, but, yeah. Okay. 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 That's 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 good. You're you're being um, fairly gentle, gentle on the government. <laughs> you know, it's not being gentle with the government. There's a uh, you know the for some people bring you their the, the the passport um, scheme scheme that oh. they're trying to do. I'm not sure how that will work because I think the best thing to do is to continue to make sure that the people um, the um, what do they call it? The, the other measures. The other measure in terms of monitoring people that have COVID and they're dealt with pro promptly okay. and they're looked after. Because okay. if you're asking people to stay at home uh, without helping them in a way to not to be able to say, oh, I have to eat, uh, you know, I have to, I, I have to eat, therefore I have to work. Okay, I want to ask you another question. What, How soon do you think large events should return? Especially since you, um, you have a major ball at the end of every year. As part of your programs, how, how soon? How soon do I want it to? I want it as soon as possible <laughs> because we've not been able. Do you to, think we're ready? Um, I'm not sure because you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not until every, not until we we are ready as Alpha Foundation to go on Ninth Street to to do our program, but uh, we have to be safe. And if we can do it in a safe environment, whereby all protocols are met, you know. I don't see no reason why we, you know, shouldn't. Okay. How do you set effective goals for um, yourself as a professional, for your organization? Because there are people who are listening um, right now who are thinking, I'd like to have a mentor. I'd like to have somebody, because young people listen to uh, our programs, I'd like to have somebody who is able to teach me the rudiments uh, who can help me accelerate my trajectory to the top? Um, what is the most important lesson that you have realized in your journey so far and in your career endeavors? I, I have visions. I, I know what I wanted next month or in the, in the next three, three months. So I try to make sure I achieve that by you know, determination to take steps. Yes. Determination to take steps towards achieving that. You yes. cannot achieve it. You can't plan to achieve something and sit down without following steps to do that. Yes. If you have to speak to a mentor, someone, we have to do that. You know, I have people uh, from my professional part, I mentor a lot of people and I mm. speak to a lot of people. Yeah. From my part, if I personally, if I need to, something that I needed to, after making my own decision and speak to God about it, there's something I think I need to speak to someone about. Hmm. Someone I think might know about that thing, yes. I'll call okay. and say, this is what I'm planning to do. Okay. And say, what do you think? Hmm. I'll listen to them and compare it to what I'm planning to do. Okay. And then in between make a decision. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to go to another break. Um, and uh, when we come back, We'll come back for the final uh, segment, where we'll look at some more, some less less um, difficult uh, subjects. You've been listening to Real Life with Femi Biwoy. My guest has been wonderful. Um, she is Fola Afelumo, um, the 
founder of Alfac Foundation and the owner of Health First um, Health and Nutrition. Health First Wellness Wellness Clinic, Clinic in Grays in Thorock. United she's a Thorock Kingdom resident, and she's very very proud to be one. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Femi Ibuoye. Tag Community Voice Radio. Welcome back to Real Life with Femi Buwe. My guest has been Fola Afelumo. Fola, you're welcome back to Real Life with Femi Buwe. Thank you, thank you. Fola, we've had discussions about your life, we've had discussions about your foundation, we've had discussions about your work, we've had discussions about uh, your family as well. How do you relax? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just take time. I take time off and probably watch television. I recorded my pre-recorded all the television shows that I like, so I like to. Relax. So while you are working, you are recording the television no, shows, and have, then you come you, and watch them later. You have a, a system nowadays where you can set whatever you want to record pre pre the event or set it up. Okay. So when I'm you know finish the day job and I want to relax, just chill out and watch. Uh, films or a program with my daughter and in location when I need to get out of my environment I'll just maybe go on, on holiday pre in the life of uh, the pandemic just no. take myself off the environment even within the UK I could just take myself and put myself into an hotel outside my home you know just go somewhere and relax um, yeah so Holidays are your kind of thing, yeah. And movies yeah. are your kind of thing. So it's movies and holidays. No, no, it's more. You call, you know, you call people that um, I call my friends. You know, okay. We talk about, we chat about stuff. Uh, we, you know, girls' house for lunch. You know, just do. Okay, just talking. Okay. You know, to, so to what about the food? Time. What about the food one? The food. Yeah. What do you mean the food? You create recipes. My and recipe, stuff like that. I, my recipe. I, I, but that is work. That's what. That, that's that's work. I write. I okay, write my, you won't believe when I write my own recipes. I, I all the recipe that I produce or use for my uh, weight loss or program, I write myself. And um, I, 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 I cook, cooking is not something that uh, is a job because I could put food together quickly. Because I don't cook like all this cook together big pots. You know, I could put something together within 15 minutes. You know, it's... That's Fantastic. So, um, have you thought about um, putting your recipes into a book, putting um, your ideas into some sort of um, journal? Yes. Oh, I have all this written down. It's just to put it together, compile, which is well, one of the things I had planned for this. One year. of your goals. Um, one goals. I don't want to put time, you know, to that. Um, but all my recipe are written down there. There, all the um, the classes I teach online. I teach nutrition. Okay. You know, teach nutrition. Get them to know about nutrition. You know, for their weight loss. When is this book time. coming out? Um, as soon as as possible. And where where uh, where <laughs> are you planning as, to as, publish? As as soon as 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 soon as possible. Are we no, going to be able I'm, I'm to really get serious. it on um, on Amazon, really or are we going to have to come to a local bookshop in Thorok? It won't be Thorok. It will be a national thing. It won't be Thorok. It will be published. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. You know, it will be published. Oh, 
go for this one. So we've talked about um, holidays and traveling. Um, how many continents have you been to? I've been to almost every country uh, con uh, within Europe. I've been to almost everywhere in within Europe. I've okay. been to uh, Africa. Africa mostly. I've haven't been to many. I've been to Nigeria. <laughs> Nigeria, mm -hmm. but um, I've been to America. Few, few parts of America. So you've yeah. been on the American continent, Europe, Europe, Africa. Asia? No, it's something that I'm looking into do. Okay. Um, what about um, Australia? No. No, I've been to America, I've been to uh, Europe, almost everywhere. Okay. South, South America? So, yeah. You've been to South America? Yeah. Okay. Um, does that leave any other any continents? Mm -hmm. Apart from Greenland, nobody wants to go there. Where and the South you? Pole. <laughs> Atlantica, why not? <laughs> okay, so, Fala, if you had a bucket list, what would it look like? Um, bucket, it's just for me to, I like to, I, a relaxing later life, mm -hmm. whereby I'm able to afford and do whatever I want to do. Mm -hmm. so specifically, um, what are the things that you must do before you die? I must do. Um, I'm. I, I want to travel more, like a, a fantastic, you know, a cruise, a nice cruise, whereby it's very, you know, very, very. So all expenses paid, top of know, the line, um, like luxury to cruise. A luxury. Okay. Where would you like to sail to on your cruise? As many places as possible. You know, in my old age, I'm planning to just relax, sail everywhere. You know, okay. look after my. Uh, um, Enjoy my grandchildren when I have one, and enjoy my daughter and all the daughters that are surrounded by me. That's just that's my goal in life. Okay, that sounds interesting. Um, what would you do differently if you could go back to being a teenager and you were a teenager in twenty twenty one? If 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 I were to be a teenager, actually, if I were to be a teenager, I think. I know there's a, a lot of uh, struggle with the young ones, with the modern day uh, technology, but if I were to be a teenager, I think I would do more than, di than I did when I was... Specifically? Specifically, I think um, I'll be more business savvy. I'll be, because you have all this uh, uh, technology nowadays, mm. whereby you can connect and do things and, and, and make use of uh, technical all these technical gadgets that uh, could help you develop yourself mm. you know, um, more than we were that time. Okay, and what technologies, what technologies were missing from your teenage years that are present now? And if you had those technologies at that time, what would you have been able to do? Like I said, I didn't know, I didn't use computer until I came mm -hmm. to this Computers, country. yeah. <laughs> I didn't have telephone. Okay, uh, yes. I can't communicate with anybody. It's very strange to think <laughs> about a time when nobody had phones, yeah, but, mobile, mobile phones. No, no, yeah, even, even phone. Even phone. Where, where I came from, there wasn't any line phone at that time. But, you know, moving to Lagos, you can have... Probably some rich people have line phones, but there wasn't any mobile phone. So how did you send messages um, from one family to another? How do you go, you travel. 
Travel Telegram. Well, well maybe they have Telegram. Well, <laughs> or maybe carrier, carrier pigeon. Okay. So all you do letter. is just travel. Yeah, night post. Or write a letter. Or write a letter. I remember when I first came to United Kingdom. We had all this airmail, blue airmail thing. Oh remember? my God. <laughs> airmail letters. Yeah. Remember you write and then send it, post it to Africa. Well, that, you know, that back home that time, you just travel. Mm. And suddenly knock on people's door. Mm. I came to see you. How are you? That that's the only means <laughs> of working. Without expecting that you you just you just travel mm. or you know someone that is going somewhere somebody is and mm. you say can you tell this person that uh, you know um, so thank God for WhatsApp thank God, thank for, God for Instagram for um, Facebook, Facebook and all um, TikTok Snapchat yeah. LinkedIn though, yeah it's not it's not easy for them because they didn't experience the other side mm. it's easy to say. You know, mm. having both sides, and yes. then you can judge. Mm. But for them, young mm. people of nowadays, it's mm. just what they know. So it must be a bit hard for them as well. Mm. What are the dangers um, of a teenager having unbridled access to all of this technology? What are the dangers that you foresee? Yeah, a lot, a lot of these children are being groomed, isn't it? Mm. Online grooming, online you grooming. Know, so that's like, a danger. Online grooming, especially mm. when we have children that are being neglected. You know, maybe parents are working hard. Uh, you know, you know they have to make it end meet, especially us. But, ch but children were abused by relatives, um, even without the technology. In, in yeah, children days. were abused by by family, but uh, it's easier. Now for strangers, for strangers, people that are not even family, people to that compound to the compound. Situation. Yeah, even people abroad could be talking to your child in your own home without you even knowing about it. So what? What as a parent and as someone who uses these technologies, what should parents be aware of, and what should they be doing to safeguard their children? Uh, parents, you need to say, especially the young ones. We can't give a phone, a mobile technique, you know, a very high-tech phone to a child of seven, eight, or, you know, without uh, supervision, supervision mm. or put them in a room playing game for too long without monitoring and seeing what they're watching or playing. Mm. And some of these games as well, you have to be conscious of the type of game you buy for the your child. Content. The content of the game mm. you buy for your child. You know, you just have to be, you know, make sure... The word is enough for the wise. Parents, I hope you are listening. Um, please be very, very careful with your um, children. Now, any final thoughts as we bring all of this to a close? Any final thoughts? Um, is you, we, we all need to not to allow whatever circumstances, difficult or uh, bad situation, uh, destroy us. We shouldn't allow any any situation to destroy us. And also, you know, with uh, I want to take this opportunity to um, to uh, say my condolences to Her Majesty the Queen, yes. who lost her husband yesterday. You know, we all lost. A, 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 it's a sad time for our country, and our hearts, my heart, so is with uh, our Queen who lost her husband. You know, she's a queen, but she's a, she's a wife. She lost her husband, mm. and uh, my heart is with her. And you know, we are the um, the country. You know, the country has lost a fantastic person. Yeah, and the royal family have lost um, a beloved um, father, father, grandfather, great grandfather, a leader. A, a leader someone, mm. everything I've heard about him since yesterday was something that, uh, honestly, 
fantastic, something that, uh, you know, a, a person to emulate, mm. you know, a lawyer husband mm. to the wife. You know, forget about being queen, but a lawyer husband, mm. you know, give up give up your life. It was very funny. Funny. Dedicated to service. Dedicated to service and, and uh, to, uh, to his family. Resilient we, we, man. Yes. We, we, the country, we miss him and the, mm. the, our queen, we miss our husband, you know, surely and terribly. Mm. He was driving until recently, wasn't he? Uh, yes. Until his um, his car had a very serious accident. On, yeah, uh, their that private... was 2019, wasn't it? Just before mm -hmm. the pandemic. Yeah, just before the pandemic. Just, just yeah. before the pandemic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can see how strong the 90, 98, 97 old year. You know, driving. Mm. You know, you can see how strong, how 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 mm. resilient he was, mm. and the country and everyone of of us we miss him dearly. Yeah, we were all missing. We and on that. Poignant uh, notes. We will bring this uh, interview to a close. Uh, Fola, you have been a delight. Um, thank you very, very much for sharing uh, your life with us and um, for giving us a spotlight on um, your business, the Alfak Foundation, and your thoughts and experiences um, so far. Um, thank you for having me. It's been a delight as well, you know having this interview with you. I'm grateful and grateful to Tag Radio and all the leadership of the of the radio station, especially Councillor Tony, Councillor Buki, Okwade, and Mr. Dawudu. Yes. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to our audience out there. Uh, this has been an episode of Real Life with Femi Bio. My guest today has been Fola Felumo. Um, until the next time, um, I sit down with another very interesting guest. It has been a pleasure to have you uh, listening to this stream. Uh, whatever you do, have a wonderful weekend and stay blessed. Everything you know it, king already, already you know it. My body so got a king body, body gon' shine, bling bling body. Calling on the shots, ring ring body. Crown on your head, got a king body. Don't live the king, you a king, you know it. King already, my baby, you know it. Top everything, everything you know it. King already, already you know it. Shine already, it's time already. Align already, it's time already. Shine already, it's time already.
Body gon' shine, bling bling body Calling on the shots, ring ring body Crown on your head, got a king body Don't live the king, you a king, you know it King already, my baby, you know it Top everything, everything, you know it King already, already, you know it Shine already, it's time already 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 Shine already, time already The line already, time already Shine already, it's time already The line already, it's time already Try to stop it, me say no, no, no Royalty say don't you, no, no, no Try to stop it, me say go, 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 go Bubble up and watch it, go, 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 go Diamonds on my fist, fighting damage, oh Come and rest your head, take your crown off, oh Woke up in the phone, need to take it slow, oh He said I'm moving too fast, need to take it slow, oh Take it slow, oh, oh Take it slow, oh, oh Tryna take my baby home, oh, oh Take it slow, oh, oh Remember who you are, oh Always we know Give up your brain up And show your people my love You sang my ready, I say you sang my ready You like my ready, I say you like my ready Calling you got the remedy, I say you got the remedy Shine your body, shine your body Be your own king, make the body come rule your world Yo, 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 yo Be your own king, make the body come rule your world Nobody come rule your world Yo, 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 yo Be your own king, make the body come rule your world Long live the king, you a king, you know it Stop everything, everything, you know it 